Hey, when does the show start? Hey, wait a minute. <gasps> First, let's hear from our sponsors. Oh, okay. In just a minute. New year, new problems, possibly, unless you got Mad Dog Manny Aurora, the man, the myth, the legend. Aurora Law Firm, specializing in criminal law, pops by the BS twice a month if you have any questions for him. You can always leave it either on our social media. You can shoot us an email by going to our website, podcastthebs.com, or you can call our hotline and leave it there, 404-369-3825. Even possibly set up a one-on-one with you and Mad Dog Manny on the show. He's handled litigation in 19 states, represented many clients, including professional athletes, law enforcement agents, lawyers, and politicians, top 100 national trial lawyers he is the man mad dog manny aurora the aurora law firm.com the aurora law firm.com the a-r-o-r-a law firm.com did you know in 2022 19.86 percent of adults experienced a mental illness issue it's equivalent to nearly 50 million americans just under five percent are experiencing a severe mental illness So what does that tell you? That means maybe you, possibly your friends, maybe your family need some help. Sometimes it's hard to turn to the person right next to you and you need to find that neutral third party. Ridgeline Counseling, Dr. David Markwell and his therapist, they've been uh, with the BS for quite some time, a personal friend and the best at what he does. Markwell Therapy com works with children, adolescents, adults. They offer Spanish-speaking counseling services. They accept insurance, offer self-pay options. Three Georgia locations, East Cobb, Marietta, right near the square, and McKaysville, outside of Blue Ridge. But you can always get to them virtually. MarkwellTherapy.com. If you or someone you know needs help, just reach out. MarkwellTherapy.com. We all got to have insurance, right? Or even possibly change insurance, which a lot of people don't know it's a thing and usually saves you a lot of cash. Sean Camp at Country Financial, he's the man. Looking for a new car, you're going to need insurance. You want to get a hold of Sean Camp. A new boat, a new motorcycle, buying a house, all these different things. Sean Camp at Country Financial is going to help you uh, with and walk you through. I wish that my mother would have talked to Sean Camp at Country Financial. She would have had comprehensive, and I wouldn't have had to bought her new windshield. All right, how do you get a hold of Sean? 678-519-9028. 678-519-9028. Make sure you say the BS sent you, right? Get a little extra special rubdown. Sean.camp at countryfinancial.com. You can shoot him an email. S-H-A-U-N dot C-A-M-P at countryfinancial.com. The camp agency at Country Financial. It's your one-stop shop for all your insurable needs. And now a Mexico moment with Nate and Alexis. Happy Friday, fuckers. It's another Mexico moment with Nate and Alexis. I am Nate, and this is my wife, Alexis. Hey, guys. How's it going? And it is episode 11. Woo. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, double digits <laughs> once again. Um, yeah, so uh, this weekend, uh, we had some friends in town. We did. We did. As always. Yep. <laughs> per usual. Per usual. Actually, it's interesting because, you know, as, as you know, we came down here for our honeymoon and anniversaries every year. Same hotel. We do the all-inclusive. It's the Hilton now. Used to be called the Royale. Yeah. We like a better Royale. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, these people we met in 2019 yep. at our resort. Yes. And they were also on their honeymoon. Uh, no, sorry. They were uh, on their anniversary. Anniversary, yeah. And uh, and I think that 
they were next to us. Yeah, they ended up, they had the room. The balconies. Yeah, they were like connected. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I I think I saw a pyramid of beer cans out on their patio. (laughs) And I'm like, I gotta be fucking friends with this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, you can make a friend on vacation. This is going to be your buddy. Yeah. So we met them down at the pool. They're both from Connecticut. We just started seeing them every year while we were vacationing. And then now that we live down here, they, they still come back for their anniversary or just uh just a vacation and uh so they always hit us up now and i think we've kind of convinced them to get off of the all-inclusive bandwagon oh yeah you i think you you sold them last time especially the places we showed them they were like oh i had no idea this was down here and they've been coming for years same thing yeah so they did the (laughs) kind of split stay like i've recommended and so they stayed a couple days in airbnb a couple days in the all-inclusive um so it was a good time we took him he's a beer guy as well took him a couple breweries and stuff um, so that was a lot of fun. Yeah, and I love his wife. We get along. You know, we're talking about walking and shopping on Fifth and all that stuff. So they're great people. They're really we we got lucky. You know, you never know who you'll meet on vacation, yeah. and we were right next to him the whole trip. So it was really cool to have like you know them right next door and share the balcony and stuff. Yep, yep. And then we went to the beach. Did we go two days? Just one day. Couple of days. I think we just went Saturday. Yeah. Oh man, the water's been amazing. You it's know, there's great. there's a seaweed season here i guess i I don't know i don't know exactly what dates it's through Mm -hmm. but it's funny because like all you know when obviously if you're coming down here on vacation it happens to be a day where you know a big plume of seaweed's coming in you know kind of gross on the beach Um, everybody else complains about it when they're vacation and now it is into low season i believe it doesn't seem like it's very busy here in town right yeah it's not busy at all and we're just Everyone locals living it up. We're oh, just soaking it up. Yeah, the beach has been beautiful. So <laughs> it's like all locals. You can tell yeah. it's everyone that lives there. They have their set kind of you know umbrella cooler, all the things, and just go set up shop. Yeah, so it was good. <laughs> we went out there with some friends um, from our building. Yeah, we have a lot of a lot of neighbor friends, yeah. neighborly friends, Pup, puppy moms and puppy dads. <laughs> a lot of puppy moms and puppy dads, and we usually get all the pups together, or try to, and and head down to the beach because they all love it. <laughs> and w- and one of our friends has a dog, and she was just telling us the story of how he had peed on some guy's backpack that was like laying somewhere. Yeah, and he's a really well trained. Oh, totally, very good dog. He listens like. You know, yeah, off the leash type but of dog. It was funny because we were sitting there on the beach all talking. She was telling the story. And then we hear this like, hey, what the fuck? You know, there's this guy yelling. And we turn around and uh, and her dog was peeing on this guy's chair. Right on it. He was the only guy around and he must, the dog must have really not liked him. It was, he kind of did a test. We watched him. The dog went over, did a little test and we're like, hey, hey, hey. And it was, oh, sorry. Forgot. Almost forgot. I don't know if he thought his umbrella was a tree or what, but then um, went back for more. Finished, finished the deal. (laughs) (laughs) She was so embarrassed. She's like, idiota, blah, blah, blah. Like, come over here. (laughs) And uh, the pup felt bad. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) But Tiger, um, Tiger was just sleeping. If you saw the video, he was just taking a nap in the, in the tube with me. He loved your float. Thank God you brought it. (laughs) That's my biggest thing with going to the beach is I like to, I like to be in the water, but I hate. Like just standing there and having to hold my beer or here, hold my beer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I hate we... just having to stand there and you can't put anything down. Or let's say you want to play catch with a football or Frisbee or something. I need some kind of invention and they probably have it um, that will like hold my stuff while I'm out in the water. Yeah. And it's a little bit different than a because I have one of those uh, blow up coolers, like yeah. the inflatable coolers. Right. 
Perfect for the pool. Yeah, great for the pool. The problem with the ocean is it is not flat, (laughs) usually, which this weekend it was. It was completely flat. That's why I busted out the tube. Um, But, you know, if there's like some waves or whatever, it's going to knock over or or water's going to get into your beer. Uh, So I need something. I'm thinking maybe if there's some kind of like pole that you can stick into the ground and then it has kind of like a little kind of bar tabletop type of thing that we could set things on i don't know i'm thinking like for you like those running bands like Mm -hmm. with your phone but you have your koozie and it's velcro and you can with your beer and you just stick it right to it stick it to your arm or just (laughs) one of those things like they have i think i got you when we went to san francisco it's like a wine glass holder that goes it's like like a lanyard lanyard, yeah yeah but then get in the water you need something higher up like your head or you no, no, I would just hat. shorten it up and it'd just be like on my chest or True. something. Um, yeah, so those. Are, so if anybody has any ideas or have seen any cool like beach gadgets that you can like yeah. set your beers down or, or whatever and still do things in the water, mm-hmm. I'd love that. So that's why the the inner tube was great this weekend because yeah. I had two cup holders. I had Tiger. He just passed out in my lap. Tiger was so happy. He's just living living the life. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so that, yeah. So it was a good beach day. Um, but on Friday, as we've been telling you for like the last two weeks after it had been postponed, we went to the Travesia Sagrada, which is the Sacred Mayan Journey. Yeah, Sacred Mayan Journey. And so this um, eco park that we go to is like really involved in kind of like history and and the culture of the Mayans and everything. There's actually ruins like on on the park property, I guess. And it's an old Mayan village where where this you know natural park is now. Um, so they do this, uh, sacred Mayan journey, which I guess they just started it. Like, I think this was the 15th annual, um, but it's, it's a Mayan tradition, uh, dating back to like 500 plus years ago. And they would take, uh, you know, like the canoes that they carve out of a tree. It just looks like a big, it's like a long boat. They were some long, long skinny canoes. Yeah. So (laughs) they would, uh, Take the their canoes, and I don't know how. Like I haven't read a ton into it. Like if it's like certain warriors that do it, or if it's just anybody from the Mayan people. But they would canoe from the mainland, from like south of Playa del Carmen, over to the island of Cozumel. Ooh, that's yeah. a hike. Yeah, it that's is. a hike in a ferry. <laughs> yeah, it is. Let me see. I wrote it down. It is sixty six kilometers, which is forty four miles. Wow. Yeah. So wow. I don't know how long that takes, but there's like ten dudes in the. True. Um, in the canoe. Not to say it's easy by any means. But. No, no. But if you like, I just think the ferry that we pay to ride over is like takes f- about 40, 45 minutes ish, depending on the wind. So how, how long does that take them? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So this tradition, I guess, had kind of gone away. And so they brought it back to like uh, basically like reenact it. Uh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was really cool. And I didn't even really know it was a thing here. But so this year. They had, uh, let's see, 300 oarsmen, uh, 35 canoes, and they all go over to Cozumel. Um, and they left early in the morning. We, As we talked about, we had to be there really fucking early. Really early. Earlier than I like to get up, but you got me up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we got up at 3 a.m., yep. and we were there by 4 a.m. I don't then know how. <laughs> none of the buses or anything were running at that time, so we had to take a taxi. And, uh, and we didn't know if anyone was going to be there. Yeah, I thought... I thought miscommunication or I'm like, really? Like, you know, I could see local people getting up that early, but not like tourists coming on. You know, this is part of your ticket. Like, get up at three, be here by four. And we're starting by five. Like, it just seemed 
seemed unbelievable for for the culture. Yeah, and it said there was only like 250, 300 tickets. So I I was like, okay, well, they're limiting it. So there must be a lot of people that want to go. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so we got there. It was very cool. We go into the park. Of course, it's dark out. Um, So everything's lit by these tiki torches. And then we get to this area where they have all these oars like paddles yeah. that have been designed by artists just really cool like one looked like a stingray yeah one was a whale <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah and then just different uh like mayan guys on it and stuff yeah, it was so that... either like painted on or carved or you know all different kind yeah. of techniques and then we come up we go down this path and we come up to this like basically like a mayan village yeah a market they got fruits and vegetables and food and stuff and we and it's kind of crazy at the time and, and it's, it's still dark yeah it's still dark <laughs> and we walk into it. this area and somebody gives some little kid or somebody gave us some nuts right yeah i didn't or like almonds they or looked something? like the size and shape of like almonds maybe a little bit bigger i'm not sure what they were yeah and so we're like okay like i was about to eat them i thought i was i thought that's what we were getting yeah, granola so we kind of <laughs> come to find out while wandering around that the nuts are for us to use to trade so we could like trade for things. So you went up to the one lady and got tamales. Yeah, I was like, "What's cooking for breakfast over here? It smelled great." I gave. I didn't know what to do, so I just gave her all my nuts. Yeah, and, I was like, and she was like, "Oh, generous!" And like gave me two tamales. Like you know, and obviously, yeah. I was like, Spanish. how many? How many nuts does this tamale run? Yeah. Like who knows? So we're just like handing them over. Yeah, I'm like, I'm too tired. I don't know what's going. So on So she right gave now. us two tamales. They were good, but they were real hot. Really hot. Spicy and temperature. My hand is still burnt. I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) They were delicious. So then they also had this other part of the market where they had fruits and vegetables and different things. Yeah, different stuff. And you wanted a pineapple. Yeah, I was like, oh, man, if I knew, like, the, you know, beautiful fruit, giant cucumbers and tomatoes. I was like, oh, we have to get a pineapple. Babe, go get a pineapple. Like, I didn't know that was an option. I should have. Yeah. Should have checked all that. All my nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Took all. The, I think you were even short on some nuts. Maybe. Well, I did drop a couple in the <laughs> in the basket with the papayas and stuff. There you go. But yeah, yeah. so people were walking around with papayas and um, cucumbers and. We all- saw people eating their fruits and vegetables throughout the day. Also, yeah. we were there, you know, afterwards. Yeah. So yeah, still dark. And then we go up after we do this. We and so we're carrying around this fucking pineapple all day. And <laughs> we go over this like little kind of like hill type thing that goes to overlook the lagoon and, and the little kind of beach that they have there that we usually go swim at. And there's just hundreds of people. Yeah. I mean, obviously not more than 200 250 300 but i mean there was at least 150 people already there yeah we're like where did these people come from that's yeah. amazing so we go and there's some bleachers of course we didn't get any seats on those so we had to sit in the sand okay. um, but we we had pretty good seats i thought we did we kind of were at an angle like to the side so we could really see all the teams coming in and the dancers and it was really cool i wish we could see a little bit higher but we had some good seats yeah and yeah it was really cool the um, actually, we didn't get the memo. Everybody's wearing white. Yeah, sac- sacred ceremony. We should have put two and two together, but we, I think we showed up in like all black. Yeah, <laughs> so we people did. are looking well, at us in our workout gear. I was wearing what I would not sweat through. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so next year we're wearing white. Yeah, um, but it was very cool. Like they, it was almost like it was like a marathon. Yeah, you know how people go and support their friends and family doing marathons. That yeah. that seemed how it was. Everybody was like, hu- I, when we first got there, we're like, why is everybody hugging and yeah. whatever? And then all these. Dudes just come running out of the jungle in uh, in their underwear, basically, <laughs> and they're all dressed in kind of the the Maya garb, I guess. Is there? It's just like their whitey tighties and this little thing hanging down. And... Yeah, kind of like a little robe or not a robe, but like a singlet yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
But yeah, it was class. super cool. All, all the people's families were there and friends were there supporting them. They had signs, like like I was saying, like a marathon. Yeah. Um, but, Cheering, hugging, kissing. And, and so I find out you can volunteer to do this. Uh-oh. And <laughs> I want to do it next year. It's the Super Bowl all over again. <laughs> yeah, but I don't have to go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, true. The only thing is I saw you when you sign up, you got to start practicing six months in advance. You're going to have some big guns. Do you, right? Well, I don't know when these people are practicing because they were not built like uh, with any kind of big guns. I was very <laughs> impressed. It was like guys, girls, women, every age, oh, yeah. every Old, size. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything. We were like, wait a minute, who's uh, canoeing? And then there was like one super tall white dude that looked like uh, Harry, <laughs> whatever, you know, super sc- t- tall ginger guy. The only one, he's just standing there in his little loincloth. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I guess when they, so anyway, so we, everybody's thanking or hugging and taking yeah. pictures and whatnot. And then uh, the show starts yeah. and they have like these uh, performers that are doing different like ritual dances. And I, one of the things looked like, you know, like the Maypole. Where it's yeah. like a stick, and, you, yeah. and there's little kids. They run around with the little maypole. It things. is May. They had a they had maybe, a maypole. Maybe that's where it comes from. Maybe it's a Mayan thing because they Mayan did, maple. Yeah, Mayan maple. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. It sounds like a porn star. Yeah, Mayan maple. <laughs> but it was it was an awesome production. They had everything set up. the The lights, the lighting changed. You know, set the mood. They had a beautiful stage where. That's the stage they set up is where we usually chill and eat our little snacks and drinks and go swimming. So we didn't even recognize it. They put up this whole like display and uh, oh, yeah. it, it was amazing. Fire was and everything. And it was just cool to see the sunrise with all these people. And a lot of the people here in Mexico are um, part Maya. Yep. So they have like some ancestry. Some people still speak the language in, in some of the villages and stuff around the Did area. you say Maya or Mayan? It's technically Maya. Okay. Uh, you're only supposed to say Mayan when you're talking about like something uh, in a specific way. I don't know if it's like how you would say like American or something like that, uh, but okay. it's like the Maya people. Yeah. And if, I think it's like if something is made by them, then it's Mayan made. Oh, okay. okay. That makes um, but it'd be like Maya food maya this maya that but it's mayan if you're talking about something that they did i believe gotcha. it's kind of like greek and grecian like you're grecian but you're greek mm-hmm. know, something yeah i'm just relating to that yeah exactly <laughs> well and then so what they do and we watch the sun sunrise with everyone and then they, they take off and everybody's cheering oh, and just having a great time and then they go and i guess they have a similar ceremony on the other side in cozumel mm-hmm. when they land and they go there. I don't know where they go exactly. We've there's a couple ruins over there, and one of them's like, uh, like a fertility ceremonial yeah. structure or something. Uh, but they go over there to visit the oracle goddess of, and I'm probably not saying this right, but it's Ichel. It's a I X C H E L. Um, and they go there, and I don't know if they do offerings or whatever, but that yeah. was the tradition, you know, 500 plus years ago. Very cool. Yeah. We should have met them over there and. And watched. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> that would have been or cool. Or we should have went back the next day and watched them come come back. <laughs> yeah. Yep. We saw some really cool video online of them coming back. And yeah. they had, oh, yeah, they had drones. Like, the production was just oh, as good fantastic. as their nighttime, you know, extravaganza show. It was amazing. They had drones flying everywhere. Photographers. You... And it was great because they didn't get in the way. No one was in the way of like the experience, but you kind of saw them from time to time. They did a great job of like making it seem this is really happening. This is the culture where, you know, you're in it. So yeah. I really felt it. I saw some, <laughs> well, and they posted some drone photos and stuff online. And, and I was one of the comments. This guy was like, this is just a show. If you want to see real 
tradition than go to Columbia or something like that. It's like, calm down. Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. It, there, there wasn't a bunch of little mime people jumping out of the jungle and coming and doing this. Yeah. Clearly, it was a recreation of you know the ceremony from five hundred plus years ago. And I've never seen a recreation of something. You know, you think in the states like the Civil War reenactment mm-hmm. stuff like that. These guys are actually canoeing 44 miles reenacting what their ancestors did years ago. Not in a better boat, not in a better situation, just... Yeah, they're still the doing it, and they're they're, they're like paying homage to it. So yeah, yeah. Uh, of course it's not you know the Maya people just coming out yeah. and doing this ceremony. It's people paying homage to their culture and their heritage and, and their history of their um, yeah. their people. So, and then we all get educated and learn. Yeah, and, totally. oh, oh, this is where you know A, B, and C came from. So yeah. Hold up. Wait a minute. Let's hear from our sponsors. Winter is here, and we know what that means. Rodents are looking for a nice, comfy place to call their home. Nothing better than a nice, warm attic or crawl space, possibly yours. Do you know that rodents can cause thousands of dollars in repairs or even worse? Squirrels are the number one issue with house fires in the attic due to them constantly chewing on the wires, not to mention the diseases that they carry. Well, not on Inspect All Pest Services Watch. They do full or partial exclusions to help get rid and prevent rodents from invading your home. Whether it's squirrels, rats, opossums, or bats, they got you covered. Fully licensed and insured, Inspect All Pest Services is a company you can trust to take care of all your rodent needs inspectallservices.com make sure you mention the bs and receive 10 percent off your exclusion work year-round exclusions one year of rodent trapping included with annual renewal rodent letters trap set and attics and crawl spaces free inspections inspectallpestservices.com all right full disclosure yes rachel guy rachel the realtor guy is my wife on top of that she's one of the best realtors in atlanta Uh, She's, well, not just Atlanta and the whole state of Georgia. I see her all the time driving all over the place for a lot of you two percenters, which I'm totally cool with because she's finding you, some of you, your first house, some of you, your second house, whatever it may be. Everybody's happy when they use my wife to find a house. She's a realtor with Coldwell Banker. So if you're looking to buy or sell, just give her a buzz. Her name is Rachel Guy, and she's your guy. See what we did there? 404-797-4600. That's her private number. Don't get weird on her. Don't get weird on me. 404-797-4600. You want stress-free buying and selling in a really crazy market. So get a hold of her also by email. I am Rachel Guy at gmail.com. And back to you. And then on Saturday, we went to our friend's birthday party. Yeah, we had another birthday party. May's been busy. Mm-hmm. April and May, very yeah. busy uh, with birthdays. And I, <laughs> it's been a while since I've been to a party like this. Yeah, and it, which I mean, it sounds ridiculous. It's not like it was a, a crazy, you know, different party. It was just I'm not used to just sitting and talking to people. Yeah, honestly. usually here we like go and do something or meet somewhere, or you know, you very rarely go over There's to an someone's atmosphere. house. Yeah, you most of us live in smaller places you know studio apartments one bedroom apartments so you usually don't have like a bunch of people over like come on over my tiny kitchen (laughs) so it was kind of weird i mean not weird but it was just different for us to just sit around and just talk to people it was just like in an apartment we there was food and drinks and a little bit of music and we just 
we're talking to people that we didn't really, I mean, some of them we knew, of course, yeah, some we but knew. meeting new people. And it's, I get a little bit of social anxiety sometimes because I don't, I don't know how to get out of certain situations. Not that anybody that I was talking to, I didn't want to talk to, yeah, yeah. but I, I'm like, okay, like, so how do you, from here? yeah, how do you break <laughs> this so you can, you know, maybe go mingle with someone else or oh, go, we're go, best friends all night now. I'm never leaving yeah. your side. <laughs> Cause usually like, if you're at a bar or something or, or some kind of large party where it's outdoors somewhere, you can be like, hang on, I'm going to run to the restroom or hang on, I'm going to go grab a drink. But we're all in the living room, so I go grab a drink. I got to go back to the same conversation yeah, I was just having. So I was sure. like, how do I exit this without being a jerk? I want to go like kind of mingle with other people. So. It was nice. It was refreshing. We haven't done something like that in a while. Oh, yeah, was, totally. I had a great time. It was great to catch up with our friends You know mm-hmm. that we know here locally. We haven't seen them in a while. Everybody's been busy doing this and that. And then um, we got to meet some new friends that kind of see – in our area also, we always end up meeting people that we see on like a daily basis. Like they look familiar, this or that. And then we end up meeting them and, and you know, making friends. So it was fun. It is also exhausting talking all day and night. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. where are you from? This and that. And then I have a problem. Maybe you do too. You're better with this. Remembering. I'm terrible at remembering names. And then sometimes I get confused because everyone here is from somewhere else. Right. Where are you from? What are you doing? You know, job, this and that. It's, it's, uh, I have a trouble memory. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good at with, like faces, uh, not so much names because, yeah. you know, a lot of people have the same name. Very few people have the same face. Yeah. True. <laughs> so, like, you know, the, one of the people that we'd, that was there that we'd met one other time, I saw her walking down the street. And I was like, oh, I saw that girl from the, you know, that other party. Yeah. Um, so I'll remember like a face or maybe a story, like you were saying, like they were talking about. But yeah, I'm not great with names. Um, I got to get better at that. Yeah. But I try but, and look at you and go like, okay, like that girl, we met a really nice girl in the ocean, uh, Bianca. Uh-huh. She was looking at Tiger and I looked at you. I'm like, Bianca, Bianca, Bianca. <laughs> like yeah. we have to remember her name. <laughs> yeah. She was also a black girl with blonde dreads. So she's going to she, be, be easy to remember. True. And she'd been here five years. She had a lot of good like stories. Yeah. yeah we like tips. made a new neighbor friend just walk in the ocean swimming. She literally lives a block over from us and has been, we probably see each other all the time. So yeah. And she loved tigers. So but back to this party. So one <laughs> yeah. of, uh, so our, the birthday girl's boyfriend is actually from Texas and has a sailboat here now. And yeah. so he sailed it down um, at some point. And then this other couple sailed down with them. And so the the girl was, or the wife, I don't know, um, was there. <laughs> and so she's an experienced sailor. She was telling us about, I think she, was she like a history She's an art or? history major and went to Greece for their honeymoon and schooled me on Greece. I had already told her, I'm a bad Greek. I, you know, I know my, th- my things, but... I don't know everything. She knew everything about everywhere in Greece. Yeah. So it was it was cool to talk to her about, you know, things oh, that super knowledgeable, I know. very smart. <laughs> um and I I guess she's experienced sailor too. And, yeah. You know, um very smart. So our friend's boyfriend that has the boat teaching her how to sail. Yep. So he got her this it's a board and it has like one of those what are those called? Cleats, right? Yeah, like the boat. You know, like the dock cleat. I call it a boat hook thingy. Okay. Yeah. Well I think <laughs> it's a cleat, but I am no I'm no seaman. <laughs> um I, I guess you could use this to you use it to practice knots, right? Right. And they were the, and they, gr- the girls were getting on yeah, it. They yeah, were they were practicing great. the knots. This like one girl game. that that was kind of the the historian or whatever yeah. was very knowledgeable on these different knots and not unlike most of Mexico. You, it's hot. You wear low cut shirts. Oh, yeah. it's, it's a little hot. Everybody yeah. wears very limited 
um, clothing here. Yeah, you got to have the twins out, you know, keep it cool. It's, they're hot. Yeah, you know? so she's doing this knot, and she's going back and forth, and her arms are going up and down and left and right, back and forth, and her boobs are going up and down and left and right, back and forth, <laughs> and they're jiggling, and then it starts to get a, go from the booby to the little uh, little lighter pink, and a little bit more, and and she's doing the knots, and we're, I'm looking around the table, and we're all like, huh, huh, and it's like huh. you, me, and one of our other friends on the side that can see the perfect angle, and we're all looking at each other like, huh, huh, huh. Yep. who's gonna say something? What do we do? What do we do? Oh yeah, and so about now, it's about a half moon. I mean, <laughs> half half the nip is all the way out, and it's just bloop, bloop, going everywhere because she's you know doing the knot, and so I don't ever know what to do this situation because we had another friend like this yeah. that happened when we were in the ocean I, yeah. and her and her nip started hanging out and I as a guy oh, don't I forgot fe- about that I don't feel comfortable no. like saying something because no. I don't want to embarrass them I feel like it's a girl situation we're like hey sweetheart you know yeah just you know. look away and then it's like you know your husband saw my nipple now or something I don't yeah. know they might might not care so my thing that I do <laughs> which I guess I start in the ocean I just turn around and kind of like don't pay. Like yeah. I, I just kind of take myself out of the situation. Look away. So the same thing happened here. I was like, okay, this is getting real awkward and uncomfortable <laughs> and I don't know what to do really. So um, I'm just going to turn around. And then I think somebody eventually said something. Yeah. The, my girlfriend next to me, she's like looking and uh, the girl that's tying all the knots, the historian, she kind of stops. And my friend's like, girl, like pointing at her shirt. Her, You know, she's pulling on her tank top strap, pulling up the middle of her shirt, looking at girl, girl, girl. She just keeps yelling at her. She literally has to go over there and like shake her and go, your nipple is out. <laughs> and she didn't even, she goes, put away oh. the headlights. She was just like, oh, pulled it up, went about her business, making yeah. nuts. <laughs> it was no big deal, but it was just kind of funny because everybody noticed it except for the nipple owner. I thought the whole boob was coming out, honestly. Oh, I was like, she's going to, uh, and I mean, the party it was only like 1030, you know, at that time, party's still going. So you're going to have a boob out for yeah. a while. Well, I got to say that that not worked great, though. <laughs> you're good at them. <laughs> really good. Yeah. But yeah, it was a good weekend. Um, we got my cousin and his family in town this yep. weekend so or this week. So it's going to be a rager, yeah. like they say, rager. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, my family is uh, kind of the party people. Yeah. So we Fine. should. Not a rager, but I'll do my best. I'll put my rage hat on. Yeah, you, you keep the rage in, in check. <laughs> yeah, I will. Keep you guys alive. <laughs> All right, let's uh, get to some listener questions. Lex, you want to grab the first one? All right, here is our first question. It's from Aaron James. I was just in Playa del Carmen, and I wanted to know if the guy selling bracelets on the beach, if he sells weed, too. Ooh, <laughs> excellent question, Aaron. What yeah. would you like to know? Yeah, Aaron I, I, <laughs> and I have been kind of chatting on Instagram, and he was down here. And unfortunately, that's the hard part about the Riviera Maya is, like, the hotels are all named really weird. Yeah. Um, so oh, it's yeah. like, it could be blah, 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 Cancun, and it's, like, 40 minutes from Cancun. Mm-hmm. Or blah, 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 Tulum, and it's, like, nowhere near... So a lot of the times the the hotels that people are staying at are nowhere near us, yeah. I mean, maybe like 40, 45 minutes away. And we don't have a car, so it's kind of difficult. So we were trying to hang out. Um, but yeah, if so anyway, if you guys are coming down, hit me up. And if you are close by, I'll do my best to hang out if I don't got anything going on and, and I can make it to, to have a beer. We're kind of like right in the middle. And then there are hotels here, like a hotel strip. But all the other hotels, all the inclusives are in the jungle so we can't just walk over and they're like a fortress to get into we've had a couple family members stay at ones and try to go in they need your id and all the information it's not just like yeah popping in they, they don't want popping you in to see my buddy they don't want you eating for free no yeah i mean <laughs> i might try to grab a something <laughs> yeah um and uh yeah so basically 
Probably. Yeah. Uh, to answer <laughs> your question, they um, you'll get a, on this Fifth Avenue that we always talk about is the pedestrian street. It's by the, the ferry port uh, where people come in on the bus or on cruise ships or wherever. Tons of tourists around. Mm-hmm. So if you walk down the street, you're going to be asked. They're going to say there's lots of shop owners <laughs> and trinket salesmen. And they're going to say, hey, buddy, you want some of my, you know, want to come in, look at my stuff. And then when they get close enough to you, they're going to whisper to you. Do you want some weed? Do you want some cocaine? Yeah. You want You're some like, oh, Molly? No, gracias. They're like, how about weed? How about yeah. cocaine? <laughs> so they normally just ask that to tourists. Yeah. Um, they still me, get you. And, and, and me. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> of your colorful attire, babe. <laughs> yeah. So most of those people that are, I mean, obviously, if they're offering it to you, yeah, they're selling it. Um, the bracelet salesman? Yeah. yeah, probably as well. But the thing is, is these guys aren't weed salesmen. Yeah. Like where the, the shop owners or the restaurants or whatever they all kind of have to pay a little cartel tax just to, you know, for protection, even though they don't. It's not really protection from like robbers or anything. It's like from other cartels. It's like cartels saying like, hey, this is our turf. Yeah. You know, you you know, you pay us a little bit of a fee. We're going to take care of you. Yep. Um, so I think what they also do is we're going to take care of you. But you also need to when you can mention to whatever tourists coming by that might look like they're interested in something like that. Hey, do you need this? And then they, I think, hand you off to somebody else that can help you out. That's what I was going to say. I think they have their designated, you know, on the beach, there's like the churro guy and the bracelet lady and all these. But if you asked them, hey, I don't need a bracelet. I want some weed. They'd probably go, I know where to take you. I have a guy or something, you know. Yeah. And in my experience, (laughs) these aren't dangerous. Like, if you need some weed, I mean, this doesn't happen just here. This is anywhere, Mexico or the Caribbean, Jamaica, wherever. If you need some weed, probably a decent place to get because they ain't fucking they're not doing anything for fucking twenty dollars over you. Yeah. You know, they want your the twenty dollars. Yeah. So they're going to they're going to get you some weed, but it's probably not going to be the greatest weed. But when you're on vacation, better than nothing. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you might get a little dirt weed, but better than nothing. yeah, but better than nothing. That's true. So. All right. Good question, man. And next one. All right. Next question. Is there any Mexican food that you're just not a big fan of? And that is Jenny K. From Jenny K. Sorry. I will let you take this one first. Yeah, well, I've got the um, stamp of pickiness, I guess, <laughs> from my husband here. So being picky, just kidding. No. I'm allergic to like shrimp and lobster. So I'd say like ceviche is not my biggest cup of tea. I'm not like a, I like sushi, but I'm not a raw fish kind of person. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say that's pretty much like the pickiest thing I am here. Um, any kind of like the different seafood because the seafood they have here it's not like florida where you can get the king crab legs and snow crab and uh like all the little shrimp you get it uh, like lobster pot and all that kind of stuff it's different very fresh here ceviche uh shrimp what else are they big on here octopus mm-hmm. they love pulpo here so octopus too put that on my list i don't like it yeah. calamari is one thing but just raw octopus well yeah, I, I like the ceviche, but it's kind of like sushi for me where I never like I've never craved sushi. I've never craved uh, aguachiles or, or ceviche or anything like that. I just kind of eat it cause if I'm hungry. I'm like, I like seafood, whatever. It's you like know. appetizing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the one thing that I've uh, I've really tried to like and I'll eat it, um, but corn tortillas. Yeah. I'm sorry. I will pick a flour <laughs> tortilla every day of the week over a corn one. They just they don't have as much flavor to me. They kind of fall apart. That's why they got to like double taco them. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's what you don't like. It's not convenient for you. It's going to you know, it's going to fall apart. And because some of them taste really good, but they just always fall apart. 
you know that yeah i don't know i just don't like the taste as much or maybe it's the texture and that's why i feel like oh like oh i'm not a real mexican because because <laughs> i don't like corn tortillas but you know there's People that don't like things in the States that are from the States. So yeah. it's just uh, it's just not my cup of tea. I have a lot of girlfriends from Florida and they hate seafood. Like, how are you from, you know, a, a very tropical, fishy kind of eat it? That's what you go to Florida. You want fresh scallops and seafood and sea bass and these different, like, awesome intercoastal fish. But they don't like them. <laughs> yeah. And onions. Uh, I like onions, but oh. they, they have these, like, bulb it's like a onion, you know, it's like oh, a bulb yeah. of like it. Like roasted onions. Or it's, it's like, like a green, yeah, it's, it's like a green onion with the bulb still on it. It's roasted. Yeah. I'll eat that, like, I'll eat that Get when grilled. I'm just starving. I'm waiting for my tacos. Yeah. But I, some people just munch on those things. People love those. I don't want a giant, like, onion bulb in my mouth. That's yeah. <laughs> weird. And I've probably said this before, but the only other thing I'm not a big fan of is the salsa selections. Usually when you get food, it's like... One salsa is not spicy whatsoever, <laughs> and the other one's like burning your asshole. Yeah. So, and there might be a verde kind of middle sauce in and between. And that's the there. other thing. The the green, <laughs> there'll be a green sauce, and sometimes it'll be like uh, verde uh, avocado type of sauce. Mm, and I sometimes think. it's like fire. Yeah. You know, usually green means like more mild typically, but there's some some green sauces that are yeah, really like, fucking hot. Oh, it's a verde habanero sauce. And we're like, ah, <laughs> why? Yeah, exactly. Um, All right. Yeah, so that's about it for that one. But yeah, yeah. next one, Lex? Good questions, by the way. Um, next question is from Jake B. Where do y'all shop for clothes? Do you have normal clothing stores or are they, um, or are they the Mexican equivalent there? That's a good question. Yeah, well, I don't really buy a lot of clothes. Yeah. We um we have a couple of favorites here because we kind of had to change our style. We knew from vacationing here, we knew what to bring for like everyday life. But even then, I think we brought um too too many clothes that are it's too hot, too hot to wear. T shirts, you know, jeans, anything like that. Yeah. Um, but there's a few stories here that we love. That uh, Ciudad del Perro. Oh uh, yeah, Ciudad del Perro. <gasps> um, it. Yeah, it's uh it's kind of like the Mexican. Gap or like Old Navy, uh, yeah. It's where it's cheap, but yep. it's not like bad quality. It's yeah, just it's kinda... like Old Navy and Forever Twenty One had a baby or something. Nah, Forever Twenty One's <laughs> trash. True. I just feel like it, it has a lot of like funny animated shirts. Half of them will have like Nickelodeon, Disney, yeah. and stuff. It's a little more like kind of edgy, funny stuff. I just mean it's as in it's like affordable jeans, t-shirts, and. Tank tops and stuff like Their that. Their stuff is so cheap, and that's where you get the majority of your funny tank tops yeah. and stuff from. Like shirts are like <laughs> three, four bucks. You can get jeans for eleven dollars, nine bucks. Bras, sports bras. All yeah, sorts I get of underwear there. from there. It's like three bucks for three pairs. Um, so that's one of our favorites. We do have a Walmart. Um, we we have an American Eagle. I'll get underwear from there sometimes, but <laughs> it's it's the same prices in the U.S., so it's not like it's yeah. a deal or anything. We have like a mall with like the American stores, and then uh, we have you know them throughout. But there's a lot of just local Mexican shops you can shop at, or different Mexican brands that um there are um you know a lot of international brands here too. We have um I see a lot of like that Miniso, like the Japanese kind of junky stores, um stuff like that. Uh, around yeah I, I miss our dollar store so that's <laughs> our dollar tree <laughs> honestly even like some of the, like the gift shops and grocery stores you know there's always that little section in the grocery store there's like like five yeah like five racks of a couple little t-shirts and yeah. shit like that <laughs> our grocery stores have like great 
tank tops and t-shirts and pants and everything or um swim trunks and everything like that yeah so. when we first moved over here we go to they have a grocery store called mega and it's got you know everything household stuff clothing groceries all all that and they have great clothes yeah <laughs> and we do have we have two malls um but you know, they're all local mexican kind of stores i can't remember do you remember the name where you got all those sundresses i don't know we went to i don't even know if it had a name but one of the first trips we took to the mall i wanted some dresses because it's so hot here and you were like let's go buy you some dresses babe it was like oh i'm so excited Looked everywhere, didn't like anything. And then like so one of the last stores we found, it was like three stories of every kind of dress you could imagine from like ball gowns to sundresses. I had a field day. I think I got like five or six dresses for like 10 bucks, 15 bucks. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And I still have them. They're awesome. Yeah, it's a good deal. So yeah, there are, you can find the um, American brands here yeah. if you, you need to, not a ton, but they got them. And, uh, oh, they, there is an Old Navy here, actually. Yeah, there's the, one. By the pier. Big one at the pier. Yeah, and they have some good, they usually have good deals. I got my shorts this year at, um, where'd I go, American Eagle, too? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Um, but if we want to get cheap, then we usually go to the mall and just get a couple, you know, T-shirts or pants or shorts or whatnot. Yeah, and we're, uh, as a last result. Amazon, Mexico. Yeah, that's right. That is right. <laughs> Good question, Jake. All right, Lex, are you ready for the Mexican slang of the day? I am. I'm so excited. The Mexican slang of the day is brought to you by Inspect All Pest Services. Inspect All Pest Services provides high-quality termite, pest, and wildlife control. But that's not all they do. Inspect All can take care of your insulation, pressure washing, gutter maintenance, and other home services in Metro Atlanta and the surrounding area. And don't forget to mention the BS, and you'll get 10% off. You can reach Inspect All at 770-483-2420. That's 770-483-2420. All right, Lex, you ready for the word? I'm ready. Today's Mexican slang of the day is... Malacopa. Malacopa. That's a nice word. Yeah, so that <laughs> means a lightweight person who gets drunk extremely easy or extremely fast. Oh. And we all know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. Yeah. yeah, I guess it's like calling someone a lightweight, like yeah. Malacopa. I don't know what that actually translates to. Malacopa. Um, I like it. Let me look it up real quick. It's very close to Mariposa, like the butterfly. Well, it says on Google Translate it means bad drink. So I don't know if that's it's some kind of like maybe bad drinker slang of that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's not going to uh, translate directly because this is like a Mexican slang. So right. yeah. So maybe it is like a bad drinker. Yeah. Or bad. Yeah. Just not good at drinking. And that would be a lightweight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you yeah. can say like esto son muy malicopa, which means these guys are extremely lightweight. <laughs> <laughs> Love it, yeah. malicopa. So yeah, that's a good one. We could probably bust out because we know some people like that. We do. We see them from time to time. All right, well, that's all we got for today. Um, make sure to like and follow all of our social media at Podcast the BS and go to podcastthebs.com. Um, subscribe if you are not subscribed because we have to buy a lot of dog treats for Tiger because he's hungry. <laughs> he's, he's a starving puppy. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, but thank you guys so much for, uh, for listening. We really appreciate it. We've got some good stuff planned for you guys here in the next few weeks. Um, so just stay tuned and make sure you tell all your friends to subscribe. We will talk to you next week. Lex, you got anything? Make sure you have a, a nip slip buddy with you at all times. You're, <laughs> you're mine, babe. <laughs> I got you. I got you. And I do tell you. You do. I tell you, you in do. the ocean usually. I was like, I'll, nippy. I'll let you know. This top's a little, uh, I need you on watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Happy Friday, fuckers. Happy Friday, fuckies. Get off my lawn. 
It's old man Kevin, and the BS is done for right now. Please share, like, and support podcastthebs.com. Now, get out of here.